0: There's been an opening recently. Trevor Noah is stepping down. That's true from The Daily Show, and we want his job. How did How did he get it? Uh, pfft.
1: I I didn't even know who he was when he got it. You know,
0: I mean, it's one of those things. Yeah, they bring you in a room, and there's a yeah that well. There's a, there's a couch involved. Oh, and the big comfy couch, right? Yeah. The, that kind of, that kind of hot clown is like, can you help me move this couch up a flight of stairs? (laughs) And then you you say, okay. Yeah. And then you bring the couch up. It's long. It's very, they're very narrow stairs. There's an, old korean lady who's trying to bring her sick dog down the stairs at the same time you have to stop and back up and let her through you get to the very tippy top of the building they open these the doors it's a big double door and it opens up and there sits willy wonka and he says you've solved my riddle and now you get to host the Daily Show. Okay, okay. That's how it's been all the way since Craig Kilborn was the host.
1: <laughs> so what you're saying is that uh, it's not pretty. It's probably not something that they look back on fondly. But they they earned that chair.
0: Yeah, it's not pretty. It's one of those uh, one of those wooden framed couches with the like the old wagon wheel. Pattern on the upholstery. Mm-hmm.
1: Some not, uh, questionable uh, stains. Comfortable...
0: Yeah. Well, the nice thing about the, that, that old couch is that you can set a beer right on the arm. And it, you're not worried about spills. It's a nice, sturdy, level wooden surface. They should make more furniture like that. Bring it back. Tired I, I say... Uh...
1: Nuts to these uh, f- uh, flat TVs that you got to put like a mount on the wall for. Let's go back mm. to, to having televisions that are uh, furniture that you can rest your beer on. Yeah. Uh, a big old Just... Magnavox speakers built yeah. in a cabinet in the side to, to store all of your VHS tapes.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a 13 inch screen, and it weighs approximately 90 pounds. Yeah, it's yeah. made out of aquarium glass. There's a,
1: a loud, comforting hum that emanates from it when you turn it on. There's a,
0: yeah, there's a high-pitched noise that only children can hear that lets them know that uh, their brother got up before them, and he's gonna watch something stupid, uh-huh. and you're not gonna get to watch Alf.
1: Well, uh, I will say that, th- that that is the way that uh, Patrick Swayze was meant to be seen. On, on those television mm.
0: sets I you can kind of see in the background here that well uh, you've you've actually been to my house you I'm in the process of uh, doing some remodeling down in the studio and soon I will have a wall shelf filled with VHS tapes nice oh I'll be the bell of the ball then <laughs> oh I will have such a wonderful place for no one to ever come hang out with me and watch Red Dawn on VHS. Exactly, yeah. But think, just what What if they did, though? You'd be ready. What if? It really was, I think, there was something about when the pandemic started. People were just willing to try new things. They were like, I don't know. It feels like the world's ending. And for a minute there, I was like, does anybody want to watch this VHS tape with me? And we got through some good ones. Empire of the Sun, Space Camp, Robin Hood, Oodalali. Very nice. Uh, and then people were like, let's see what's on Netflix. And it's garbage. All of it. There's nothing good on Netflix.
1: Yeah, they they tricked us. They tricked us because Netflix used to have all kinds of good stuff. And then, then, then they said... Uh, Oh, check this out! Isn't this novel? We we made a a television program uh, of of high quality. You like that? You you do? Well, have another one. And at first, it was fine. There were good shows, and and maybe you don't have time to watch a whole movie. And now, they they put nothing good on there, and it's all They're, shit. They yeah. Made
0: we've just like a frog we've been boiling in yeah. bad netflix originals now this is going to be a real pivot for the daily show when it just turns into us griping about the quality <laughs> of netflix yeah. originals what happened to the politics we'll be like the politics that... forget about the politics <laughs>
1: There's nothing in the title of the show that says it has to be about politics. Yeah. I'm trying to the think. Daily like show. you, you brought up the Craig Kilborn era. I feel like they weren't as. Uh, maybe they would touch on the politics, but it, we 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 were more uh, 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 laughing at uh, the the entire uh, life's uh, rich pageant. You know.
0: Yeah. We dwell I on some the Craig other Craig Kilborn era. It was more of a. Um... It was more of a weekend update vibe, you know. Yeah. What are the funny What are the funny things in the news?
1: I tuned in because I was a big Sports Center fan. I was like, maybe, maybe he'll uh, do some sports on this one.
0: Yeah. Do and just do does.
1: do a show of sports highlights on Comedy Central.
0: Boy, that could be good. Maybe that's what we'll do. Let us have the Daily Show and we'll turn it into the funniest sports highlight show. Ooh, how
1: about Except this? A for, blooper.
0: Did Did you ever have oh, those yeah. sports bloopers uh, VHS tapes? I was just about to say, yeah. I got all these VHS tapes here. Got the great sports bloopers and boners. Mm-hmm. Which uh, the, the, the boners
1: clear. are, that's just a synonym not, for a blooper. Like they aren't taking their pants off.
0: Yeah. It, well, well, most of, of the
1: time, are. sometimes their pants fall down on accident.
0: The famous San Diego chicken's pants are falling down all the time, but there's no boner. He lays an egg. Yeah. All right. Do you, do you have an idea for a podcast? I do. Uh,
1: this one is called The Book Cover Awards, where we uh, judge uh, books by their cover and, and give out awards. You know, there are a lot of okay. different types of books. Some, some of them... Uh, uh, romance novels you, we we can do the, the the sexiest book cover uh we can mm. get some of those uh, weird uh science fiction books that try to tell you the entire story of the novel through an inscrutable painting uh and then maybe it, it seems like a lot of uh book covers now are uh what's the word uh Not a whole lot going on. You know, uh, they
0: all they all have uh, like a like a colon name, you know. Like all the all the books that you'll uh, hear about on NPR. They'll be like, up is down the reality behind why everything isn't what it is. Yeah. Some Malcolm Gladwell bullshit where he's just disagreeing with everyone to sound smart. I got a real axe to grind with that Malcolm Gladwell. Every time I get mad about, I bring him up. Ugh.
1: Now, do you are you mad at him uh, for his uh, very popular and successful books, or more uh, angry once he transitioned to being uh, a podcaster and you started you know, to see through those <clears throat> very well researched books?
0: That's what I mean. I think that. The uh the podcast is really kind of um that was his the village where we're like oh this guy just has one thing and now we all have come to expect it he's just do you going think to it's say, possible
1: that he just hasn't produced uh ten thousand hours of podcast yet so like it'll get better once he becomes a master
0: <laughs> once. Once he gets to his 10,000th episode, yeah. it's suddenly going to just skyrocket in quality. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's it's a well-produced. I'm sure whoever is producing that has probably spent thousands of hours grueling, grinding away, being whipped by uh, Jad Abumrad and Robert Krolwich. But uh yeah, maybe ten thousand hours of shitty takes will eventually lead to uh, something, something worth listening to. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. There was, well, there was one that I I heard over like some it got brought back up, and I was just like, oh my god, ah, it's the oldest trick in the book, just. If you, if you want to sound interesting, just be a contrarian. What if I told you that for-profit prisons are better than public schools?
1: <laughs>
0: and then the fucking Malcolm Gladwell music starts playing. It's a thing that we often just take for granted. For-profit prisons are bad, and public schools are good but if you really look at the data, it's that fucking NPR music. It's the book cover awards. Let's get back on track. Okay.
1: Well, uh, I, I got to say that Malcolm Gladwell's definitely not winning any book cover awards. All of his book yeah. covers are
0: far too minimalist. Um, yes. That's how we got onto this. Yeah, you yeah. know, um, Freakonomics.
1: There are some that I, I, I think uh, are abstract but minimalist uh, that, that I like, but uh, mostly uh, I, I would like to uh, bring about a, a resurgence in the beautiful paintings that used to, to come mm. on, on, on a book cover. Give me a little yes. idea. Let, give me something to stare at uh, while I'm pretending to know how to read.
0: Yeah, could you imagine I I would be more inclined to pick up a Malcolm Gladwell book if he had what's his name Frank Frazetta do the cover. Uh-huh. Just Malcolm Gladwell bare-chested barbarian riding on a tiger for the big halberd. He's yeah. Got a like a big titty barbarian babe. Yeah, but he's still
1: like kind of cocking his head with a little wry smile as if to say uh <laughs> I know something that, that you don't. Uh, perhaps you'd like to, to look granted. at this from a slightly different perspective. Uh,
0: we all know big-breasted barbarian babes are the best. Mm-hmm. But what if they aren't? Yeah. Uh, what, 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 what if uh,
1: what if <laughs> their breasts were, were so large that it, it caused them back pain?
0: A study of over a thousand barbarian babes shows that the big-tittitous ones aren't able to do the best fighting in a study when pitted against other barbarian babes the barbarian babes with itty bitty titties bee stings mosquito bites they emerge victorious over 80 percent of the time it's uh there, there's an inverse correlation
1: uh between the uh big-titted barbarian babes and, uh, the pectoral muscles of the barbarian, uh, heroes. The bigger the barbarian babes' boobs are, uh, the the less, uh, that your hero can lift. And, uh, nobody wants, uh, a pencil neck, uh, fighting the dragon. Correct? Perhaps
0: the ideal model of barbarian babe is one with small tits and big fat ass. They can give birth to your barbarian children. Carry your progeny. Yeah. A barbarian babe that looks like the older sister from Lilo and Stitch.
1: <laughs> I wonder, that, that that's one thing that we can look at if we choose this one uh, to give out awards to. I don't know if the barbarian babe book cover aesthetic has uh, gotten with the times. I don't know if we can... Find a thickness quotient with the barbarian babes.
0: Malcolm Gladwell's the thickness quotient. Yeah. Yeah. Give us the body positive barbarian babes. That's the book cover awards. Do you have one? All right. I've got. I've got one. This is called Andrew Estes' Pantry of the Paranormal. Ooh. And uh,
1: I, I, other than, uh, have you been in my pantry? <laughs> have you been <laughs> stealing my snacks?
0: <laughs> you got a Has wolf my man ghost butler butter? not scared you away? <laughs> no this is actually i i put this on the list before before halloween mm-hmm. uh <clears throat> but then i uh i forgot to do it before halloween but this is uh this is our take on uh guillermo del toro's cabinet of curiosities it's a, it'll be a collection of spooky short stories okay but it would be you introducing so i I would get to 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 come in
1: rather than opening a a drawer and and (laughs) pulling out an an odd item it it would just be me pulling out a a box of count chocula and and just eating it by the handful
0: (laughs) this next story by malcolm gladwell We all know beans are great. But what if the beans carried a curse? Yeah.
1: What if I told you that uh, it's actually smart to trade uh, your only cow for a handful of magic beans because <laughs> magic beans are amazing. <laughs> Just the the mere uh, tiny chance that these beans truly are magical are worth far more than one
0: cow. Oh, my God. Malcolm Gladwell and the Beanstalk. Now I really want to do the Pantry of the Paranormal. That's a great idea for a story. Oh. Just five short stories with twisted endings. Yeah. Based on items in your pantry.
1: (laughs) What if I told you that uh, the bones of an Englishman are actually one of the worst things that you could possibly use to make your bread.
0: <laughs> he's just up there. The, <laughs> he's up there in the clouds, just annoying the hell out of the giant. <laughs> <sighs> All right. That's Andrew Estes' pantry of the paranormal. Okay. Do you got? Do you got another one?
1: I do. This one is called Powdered Hands Chalky Balls. And uh, I don't know if I've done this idea before. I know I haven't used this title. Uh, but this is a live podcast in our local pool hall. Where we provide running okay. commentary over a strangers' games
0: of pool. Or billiards Ooh. if
1: you're fancy.
0: <laughs> this is going to be set set a new uh, precedent. In podcasting, the first show to end with the hosts having a pool cue broken over their heads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, th- we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll bring a weapon that trumps a pu- pool cue, you know. I'm not saying I'm going to be strapped to do this pool we're podcast, gonna, but
0: we're essentially just doing that, that, that sketch from Mitchell and Webb.
1: Yeah, or, or or the Greg the, 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 Stink the on snooker. Saturday Night Live.
0: <laughs> <laughs> powdered hands, chalky balls. That's right. That, that also feels like that's going to be a hard sell on setting up a table and, and microphones just to... Hey, what are you guys doing? Oh, we're here with powdered hands and chalky balls. <laughs> I'm chalky balls. This is my uh, associate, powdered hands.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. well, I, I didn't powdered uh... hands.
0: Christian Anderson.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I I, I think we could uh, find some takers. Some some people who uh, want a little uh, fame. You know, mm. it, it, maybe it's uh maybe it's these uh pool guys. Fifteen minutes. Oh yeah you know we we can if we can, we can interview it. them after after their their game and uh oh see what went wrong what went right
0: and everything in between yeah
1: find out when they, when they ask first learned to
0: play pool who taught them. yeah any pr- any plans for summer yeah do you, do just, you, do you just uh, interview them but just ahead. don't ask them anything about pool at all just and so uh how How fast can you swim? <laughs> Just fuck with him like that. Hey, hey, where's the beef? Remember that?
1: And uh, we, we can interview him about like uh, all the best uh, uh, pool movies. Mm. You know, you, you, you got the, the Hustler, The Color of Money,
0: uh and that's it I think hmm I think there's there is uh some throwing of billiard balls in Roadhouse yeah that's true um I mean
1: we, we we could expand it to all movies that have pool in it I I I like the yeah we we might be emulating the the fight from dirty work before the night's over.
0: Oh yeah, what about that? What if we, what if we sought out the roughest bars, and just set up in there, places where it's a, a fight's known to break out. But I, but but, we're talking about like a seventies or eighties bar fight. It's got to be right in that sweet spot where there was no shooting in the bar fights. We can't go back to like the cowboy times because they were shooting in the bars Yeah. and it can't be now because they're shooting in the bars, but there was a great moment there. It, you know, I'd say it was uh, ushered in by Gerald Ford. And uh, then George Herbert Walker Bush effectively ended it. Yeah. When he promised not to raise taxes and then did anyway, that was the thing that brought the guns back out.
1: Yeah, but during this period of time you're talking about, uh, it was a a more personal time of bar fighting. Like the the farthest uh, away from from your fight partner that you would get would be the the length of a knife. Yeah, you know? you'd have
0: there's a high, personal it touch was a gentleman's sport yeah yeah you grab a guy by the shirt collar and you punch him and you punch him and then you'd wind up and you punch him extra hard and let him go flying into a bunch of old cardboard boxes and then he'd get he'd get up and shake his head you wouldn't just keep holding the guy and punching mm-hmm. you have to give him a little dramatic push over into a table that Breaks in half when he lands on it. That's another another important uh, aspect is that you have to have breakaway furniture mm. in the bar, chairs that can be picked up and just shattered over another man's head.
1: You know what? Uh, they don't make those. I think we're 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 stuck in this time period on this episode because this is also the time period of the giant Magnavox television. It's the time mm-hmm. of big-breasted barbarian babes. You know, we're, we're, yeah. we're zeroing Famously in on something in that has, has been lost. Yeah. You, know, you, just you, never, you, a... ne- you never see a good knife fight anymore.
0: Mm. No, you don't. Used to be, we'd have them all the time.
1: Yeah.
0: I remember when I was in middle school, I got into a knife fight with another kid at school. They sent me to the principal's office. The principal made us both knife fight him.
1: <laughs> and, t- and, and, and that's how you became best friends, right?
0: Murdering it, yeah, the principal. He tied, us, <laughs> he tied our wrists to his wrist with a bandana. Mm-hmm. And then we had to spin around with switchblades and take swings at him. I never understood what was the point of that, like the hands tied together switchblade fight. Can't run away. But, so it's just, you go punch for punch, but with stabbing, you can't really, like, deflect or block the the stabbing.
1: Well, I mean, we don't want to be here all night.
0: I guess. Keep those knife fights snappy. Whoever gets stabbed out first. Yeah, I I mean, they're...
1: There's a line. There are other people here to knife fight.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. You got to
1: value other people's time.
0: Yeah, this guy standing around next to a flaming barrel like, hey, hey, other people want a knife fight here. Hurry (laughs) up.
1: They took my turn. It was my turn. They skipped me. They cut in line for the knife fight.
0: I went went to go get a hot dog. I come back and they'd already called my name. I put my quarters on
1: on, on the side of the the knife arena. That means I had dibs. You gotta gotta put quarters in that metal tray and shove them in. And then like a mechanical timer times your knife fight.
0: Let's make a pact right now that if, if for some reason we ever find ourselves... In, in two different gangs at war with one another and we are forced to have our wrists tied together in a switchblade fight uh-huh. that we'll both we'll look at each other and we'll nod and then we'll extend our arms out away from each other and start spinning as fast as we can creating a <laughs> two man bladed <laughs> whirling <laughs> turbine of death
1: Okay. That's that's better than be what, like- what I came up with. I I'm, I'm glad you 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 were thinking there cuz I was like I I, I thought you were going to say we both non-fatally stab each other.
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, no. Like, miss all we're the internal organs
1: the- but like make them put on a good show for 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 the other gang guys.
0: No, these gangs are going to they're going to not know what's coming when we transform <laughs> into the human beyblade. Just <laughs> spinning whirling at them we just we can just go around and just chop everybody that's powdered hands chalky balls yeah all right i got another one hit me with it this one this one's just called breaking news
1: okay so some that's more all, practice that's for the daily show then
0: yeah well th- this is um you know we're not the only ones to uh, have experienced this, but uh, the 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 thing about podcasting is that it's a it's a format that's for another time in the future. You sit down and you record, and then a while later, people listen to what you said, mm-hmm. and so sometimes the thing that you sit down to talk about turns out to not be. The most important thing, as as we both know from doing an episode where we talked about. Goofy from the Mickey Mouse Mm -hmm. cartoons and uh, uh, Kanye West. No, what's the guy's name? The basketball man, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant. Thank you. Kobe Bryant died as soon as we sat down to talk about goofy for an hour and we were just having to grit our teeth and keep talking about goofy as all of our devices were lighting up with news of Kobe Bryant's uh, sudden and unexpected demise. So this would be a podcast where we just give into that. We leave notifications on. We don't shut out the outside world. And we just report on what's happening mm-hmm. at that very moment, and then and then people get to listen to it. Now, uh, like three days later, when it doesn't matter anymore.
1: That that is true, uh, but but also a little bit of a worry with this one right now is, uh, what is the tool that we would use to find what the breaking news is?
0: Uh oh, uh oh, it, yeah. it would be oh, Twitter. I didn't think about this. <laughs> It's just going to be a podcast about how Twitter is falling apart. Yeah. And it might even, the podcast might fall apart completely while we're doing it. It could be the podcast that, that was there at the end of Twitter. Oh, yeah. Kind of like a, we're the last dinosaur.
1: You know, like, uh, we, we, we could down. be that, uh, 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 fossilized jacking off man from Pompeii
0: when the, yeah. the
1: the Pompeii explosion of Twitter
0: we could be like that Japanese guy that no one told the, him the war was over and he just kept defending that island for 30 years until someone someone in bell bottom pants came in and told him to stop shooting yeah yeah i love
1: a long hair, big beard, bell-bottom pants. Just stuck his two fingers out and extended them in a peace sign. Said, <laughs> yeah. "Now a, it's the era of free love." At the end of his rifle, and then they made love <laughs> on the beach.
0: Just that hippie and that, <laughs> yeah, and that sixty-year-old Japanese man mm-hmm. with severe PTSD. And probably a terrible case of dysentery and all of his teeth have fallen out. He's been he's been deserted on an island for 30 years. He needs love more than anybody. And it is only the stinky love of a hippie Mm -hmm. could set him free. Hang on. I'm just going to check and see what's in the news right now. Go ahead. Give
1: it a whirl.
0: Ooh, here we go. Breaking news. Geraldo Rivera thinks President Biden should pardon Trump. (laughs) <laughs> okay. For the good of the nation, Biden should pardon Trump. All right. Another uh, breaking news story. Uh
1: Wranglers catch final loose cow in Louisville more than four weeks after it escaped.
0: Ooh, they finally caught that bull. Yeah. I I thought that they had caught them all. They made it sound that way. You know, the lying news media. They were, oh, there's cows. Cows loose in town. Just getting everyone whipped up into a frenzy. And then as soon as it didn't serve their political bent, they stopped covering the cows. Yeah. And they promised to cover
1: it a... until all the cows came home. <laughs> Yeah. Asleep at the switch, they are.
0: The monster Buffalo snowstorm. Yeah. May have set a record. More is on the way. The city of Buffalo and its neighbors experienced potentially record-breaking snowfall. More than 70 inches fell in Erie County, with more expected. Is that really the most ever 70 inches
1: I think they might
0: be is playing gonna
1: fast be... and loose with that record. Maybe it's the record for November.
0: They'll be like, this is the record. It'll be like the thing where they're now, where they're like senators, where they're like the first senator, the first gay senator from a black and Indian family. It's like they have to keep adding more and more things to make it the first senator of something. Mm-hmm. This is the first time 70 inches of snow have fallen in Buffalo, New York, during a blood moon, when a guy named Raul was visiting from Chile. We are here live now with Raul. Raul, (laughs) what do you think? Have you ever seen this much snow? (laughs) No, I have not. Back to you! 70 inches I remember reading some Little House with the Prairie book where there was like snow covered up the whole little house that's some bullshit someone's lying to me and it's either the New York Times or Laura Ingalls Wilder
1: well I mean those are f- books of fiction
0: I'm losing faith in, in <laughs> two great institutions yes yeah. the Little House series and the Old Grey Lady well,
1: I, I'm just I, I I don't mean to speak out of turn, but uh, I'm just going to tell you that those Avonlea books are, are 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 better than the Little House books anyway. Hot take.
0: God damn, yeah, we're going to get some hate mail on that one from all the all the Little House heads. Mm,
1: that's okay.
0: Hey, if you have a if you have angry opinions to share. You can call in to 702-763-2277 or 702 podcast and leave your strongly worded messages for AJ about why the road to Avonlea is not as good as I don't Little know. House on the Prairie.
1: It, they, they can bring it because I, I know that my, my uh, Green Gable girls got my back. Uh, it'll be fine. <laughs>
0: We're gonna get a big four-way knife fight going with the <laughs> with with the Sarah Plane and Tall crowd. Ooh.
1: Maybe maybe we can just uh, bond over uh, the fact that the Sarah plane and Tall crowd
0: uh, are the worst. Agreed. Oh oh now they've <laughs> now they've begun spinning around <laughs> with their hands tied together
1: <laughs> like dangerous pioneer Beyblades. <laughs>
0: She's plain and tall, and she's got an incredible <laughs> yeah. reach. Yeah. All right, let's go to the Podtron. Okay. Folks, the Podtron 4500 is a, it's an artificial intelligence. We train it by giving it a list of the top podcasts. It synthesizes the titles of those podcasts, and gives us new ideas for podcasts. The serve as jumping off points. Titles like Working Death. Hmm. And this would be a podcast. Uh, I I just imagine this is a, kind of a like an office humor type, you know, but, mm-hmm. but for the Grim Reaper and the Devil.
1: Oh, like the Devil's uh, an awful boss, and uh, the that uh, the Grim Reaper is uh, s- sort of our Dilbert.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Poking, it's um, Michael it's Michael humor. Scott,
0: but but he's got horns. And then we're we're both in black robes with sick uh, you're like Satan Nathan put my scythe in cello <laughs> And then I just <laughs> turn my hooded skull face to the camera. Hmm Yeah. Mm. Just just some fun working death talking about the office politics of uh, being the grim specter of death. what it, what it's like onboarding all these dead damned souls. Oh boy mm-hmm. and have these guys show up they don't have money for the boat for the ferryman.
1: Oh that's the worst.
0: We got it. There's a whole, yeah, it's a whole other shit show down there, the river. They're all lined up. We're putting the kids in cages. Everybody thinks we're doing it because we're evil. They just don't have money for the ferryman. What are we supposed to do? Just put them, what? Just build more boats, I guess? With what money? They're showing up here empty-eyed.
1: I don't know if uh if, if I get to be the Dwight character, uh perhaps I'll I'll have one of those money changing uh uh
0: contraptions uh on my
1: belt, right? The can, little
0: belt yeah. like you're a hot dog vendor. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm stuck trying to think of a third thing for my uh, Dwight Bees thing. I've got uh Beelzebub, Brimstone, Barbarian Battlestar Bays, Galactica. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs>
0: do you think that uh do you think that uh when uh, someone with alzheimer's passes away do you think that they ever well i guess first of all do you think that they still have alzheimer's once they become a ghost and they're just
1: It'd kind of be a kindness if they did, mistaking, right?
0: Mistaking. It's just yeah, you're, you're, your whole life the... is like a
1: weird drug trip. I have no idea what's going on. It could actually make hell kind, interesting... of, kind of cool. I mean, I guess hell would yeah. kind of be cool for a while anyway. But
0: There's just like a million old ladies in hell that all think the devil is their late husband. <laughs> Gordon, is that you? <laughs> no.
1: Gordon! Take the chicken out of the freezer. It needs to
0: defrost. (laughs) Gordon, has your sister had the baby yet? No! Satan having to play along with a million demented old ladies Mm. in hell. (laughs) They all call him Gordon. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're fighting. They're like... The devil's on this giant throne that's like atop a pyramid, and there's just throngs of old ladies with dementia climbing up the pyramid and shoving each other back down, and just crying out, Gordon! Gordon! This sounds Gordon! like, like a, an entry from my haunted
1: pantry, if you ask me. <laughs>
0: Gordon! Gordon! (laughs) You said you would sweep the back deck, Gordon! He's up there watching his packers.
1: There's just like a a, a million nanas who uh, all have uh, Rorschach's uh, line from the Watchmen. We're like, You're trapped here with us!
0: (laughs) No, okay. (laughs) (sighs) Oh. Meanwhile, Gordon's up in heaven, just laughing, <laughs> laughing his ass off. Secretly, he converted to Islam on his deathbed mm-hmm. and escaped the whole thing. He's up there with a bunch of virgins.
1: Watching the Packers game. All the virgins watching have the Packers hats on. Surrounded
0: by virgins. Yeah. All right. That's working death. What do you got? I've got uh, Phoebe's like Tyson.
1: And this is a podcast in which uh, we try to find uh, things that uh, Phoebe from the television program Friends has in common with Mike Tyson.
0: Phoebe's like Tyson. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Well, they both both uh, live in uh, New York City. That's I true. could see them uh, actually having a pretty good conversation. Mike Tyson would have been a, a great guest star for that show.
0: Oh, yeah. I feel like that if if they reboot the show, there should be a thing where it's a. A a side story about how Phoebe befriends Mike Tyson and they just hang out on his little rooftop pigeon. uh,
1: Mm, Yeah. Or, you know, once they get to know each other a little better, maybe she goes to his uh, marijuana farm.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Maybe she uh, brings up uh, the subject of his uh, conviction and federal imprisonment. No one uh, wants to think about that part be of caref- Tyson's story. Be careful, Phoebe. <laughs> be careful. Just
1: don't ask wh- why. Also, probably don't bring up Buster Douglas or... Vander Holyfield or. Eh. Seems like it's really fun yeah. to, to, to hang out with Mike Tyson, but. It's sort of like hanging out in a minefield, a fun minefield.
0: Yeah. There's there's lots of other ways that we could make Phoebe like Tyson. Maybe we give her a big face tattoo, big tribal thing. Oh yeah, could, I, I wasn't yeah. thinking
1: about uh, the fact that we could just uh, mold Phoebe in a, a Tyson-like image.
0: Mm. This could be this could be like uh, the Angela show, where it's a reimagining of a of a classic episode of Friends. But if Phoebe was like Tyson, mm-hmm. what would it be like if Phoebe was uh, suffering from severe CTE? prone to violent outbursts and had the mind of a child. Uh, a, a, another uh, way we could look at this,
1: uh, maybe it's like vertigo where we have a uh, strange, a strange obsession uh, with Tyson and uh, a kind and giving Phoebe willingly tries to take on his characteristics to uh, appeal to us. <laughs> We make her wear boxing shorts and uh you know <clears throat> beat the shit out of us.
0: <laughs> that uh and, and the best part about this is that we could probably just pass this off as a completely original idea. I mean, you know, who remembers Vertigo? I mean
1: not not a lot of people or anything.
0: No, most of them think that the devil is Gordon. Mm-hmm. They
1: did similar things in other movies, but uh, maybe we do a, a single white Tyson with Phoebe.
0: Oh, you know what I heard? Speaking of uh, bringing things back that people don't don't remember much anymore, did you hear that they're making a remake of White Men Can't Jump?
1: Yes, yes I did. And uh, the Woody Harrelson uh, part will be played by... Jack Harlow.
0: Do you know who's playing the Wesley Snipes part?
1: Not off the top of my head. I do not. I'm going to look it up real I quick did.
0: Here. I That was, yeah, not part that I heard either. But if I had to guess, I would say Michael B. Jordan because... Oh, boy. If, if,
1: if they could, could get be? him, like, that would save it. I'd be back in.
0: You think You think it would save it? Because that's... I just watched Don't Worry, Darling, and... Oh, you did. Boy, I tell you, the 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 contrast between having a good actor and a non-actor sharing scenes together is one of the most jarring things. Like that movie Harry Styles comes at that role with all of the style and acting chops of a of a Jerry Lewis telethon check presenter.
1: <laughs> well, uh, uh, I do not know uh, the, the gentleman who is playing the Wesley Snipes part. Uh, his name is uh, Sinqua Walls. Okay. And uh, he's been in a few movies, but uh, none that I have seen.
0: Oh, he was in Shark Knight. I don't know what that is it, shark Knight three d shark Knight three d okay uh,
1: the fifteen seventeen to paris which uh, i I'm guessing is a sequel to the three ten to Yuma
0: <laughs> anyway that's uh Phoebe's like Tyson yeah I've got one here called Good Save It All. Good Save It All? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Good Save It All. And this, uh, I think, would be kind of a uh, counterpoint to the television show Hoarders. Where we encourage people. <laughs> oh, no, no, don't throw that out. We, we go That's through their
1: good. trash and bring it back into their homes.
0: <laughs> That's... That, technically, that's yogurt now. You don't have to throw it away. Yeah. Just put some blueberries in it. These newspapers, I mean, they could be collector's items someday. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It, it's probably best if we uh, if we just wrap them up in some string and we put them up in the attic.
1: Well, I mean, you brought up string. Yeah. At, at, ideally, at some point in time, into the future... They, they they'll be on your wall uh with uh push pins and yarn connecting all the dots as to to, to yeah. why everything's gone wrong for you.
0: Uh um, oh, I thought they would be because these turned out to be like historic events. Well Harlow cast in Harrelson role. The beginning that was the beginning of the end for me. The beginning. Oh, I, <laughs> I was going to say the be, beginning of one of one of Hollywood's greatest careers, but you know, you know that was that was what finally set him off. Uh, a month later, he had purchased the gun. He was up in the clock tower. There's Harlow. There's Harlow. There's Harlow
1: that's that's not the tact I'm gonna take. I, I'm just going to try to round up every physical copy of, of the new uh, white men can't jump so so it's all for me sure you oh, can gonna, stream it gonna... you could you could watch it on your computer but it, it, but if you would like to pop a disc or a tape into a machine to watch it after the bombs go off you'll have to come to me.
0: <laughs> you, you're like you have the dead sea scrolls of white yeah. man can't jump it's
1: it's like what the didn't somebody do that uh try, try to uh get as many copies of jerry Maguire as they possibly could
0: yeah like somebody um, has
1: collected thousands and thousands of jerry Maguire tapes i'm gonna do that for the new white man can't jump
0: my my friend phil patry is the guy who owns all the vhs copies of jurassic park actually <laughs> he's that he the picture that pops up on reddit every once in a while of his newborn baby resting in a in a giant pile of jurassic park vhs's i had that picture on my fridge when he sent it to me at christmas one year um, yeah, I, I, oh, I had another thought. This isn't about hoarding the inexplicably created VHS copies of <laughs> the Jack Harlow white men can't jump. Um, what if, you know, th- this is, uh, we're, we're talking about this being the beginning of something unforeseen and this kind of could be like our breaking news thing where, Uh, we kind of have to put on our uh, future vision goggles and, and try and scry what, what will come from this, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, what, you know, and, and of course I'm sure that we, we are going to get nothing but comeuppance from making fun of this uh, celebrity stunt casting of a remake of a movie that uh, I don't think was that popular the first time around. Um, Well, what if, I'm not worried what about it he,
1: because I know my Gable girls will have my back.
0: That's yeah. Yeah. the Clark Gable girls,
1: Green Gable girls.
0: Oh, the oh, the Green Gable girls. Yeah. They're also they're big Woody Harrelson yeah. fans.
1: Blood in, blood they're, out. They're smoke, right or die. That green. Uh, green Gables for life.
0: Um, <clears throat> what if? In this remake, Jack Harlow proves white men can jump. Shocks the world. He jumps.
1: Is he, like, secretly a go-go gadget?
0: That's... He jumps the highest anyone has ever jumped. It's committed to film. No one can say white men can't jump anymore. Jack Harlow jumps over the moon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's a little, li- a little cartoon cat playing the fiddle on his shoulder. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm Anyways, such an hater. I, w- I
1: would find a way to doubt it. I I would deny Jack yeah. Harlow.
0: Uh, you know the, the Jack Harlow moon jump that that was filmed oh. in a Hollywood studio. You can tell.
1: Like, look at the shadows on 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 his Nikes. That's it's- they 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 wouldn't land that way
0: you know the cat the cow, the whole cat and the fiddle thing that was uh that was stanley kubrick's way of uh, letting us know that he was being forced to fake the whole jack harlow moon jump anyways that's good save it all yeah. little boy blue is clearly gold yeah there's a yeah look at this oh now the the cows in the corn I suppose next you're going to tell me that Little Miss Muffet was eating curds and whey.
1: Yeah, some, some guys <laughs> went out and brought her trash back inside and made her eat
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just picturing Morpheus uh-huh. <laughs> meeting Miss Muffet. You think that's curds and whey you're eating? You think that's a tuffet you're sitting on right now? Load the... Load the program where a spider <laughs> comes down and scares <laughs> <her. clears throat> Hey, you got, you got one more from the
1: patron. Uh, I do. Uh, this one is called The Bill
0: You. The Bill You. The Bill You.
1: Yep. So I, I think this is a podcast uh, uh, where uh, we pick uh, one. One target, and uh, we, uh, you know, uh, act as advisors to them, and document uh, all the work that we've done. And at the end of the podcast, we send them a bill. Okay, you know, real really uh, playing fast and loose. Like uh, we're 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 definitely going to bill one hour for sure on the podcast, but I, I think that we can look for uh, a few other wrinkles where we can, uh, bill for other services rendered during the, uh, hour.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is, you heard about that guy that just kept, uh, he invoiced Google and they paid him. Oh, the invoice was just for making the invoice.
1: That's a wonderful story. Yeah. And, uh, I find it aspirational. Uh, yeah, let's just do that. Episode yeah. one, uh, the bill you Google episode. Maybe we should do Twitter. I, I think that some of the people in the billing department might, uh, you know, let one go by right now.
0: Yeah, we could do. Let's. Here's what we'll do. Do an entire episode talking about how great Twitter is. And then we'll send... Uh, We'll send them uh, an invoice for an, hour, an hour's worth of positive PR work, freelance public relations, and uh, just see if uh, they uh, send us a check.
1: I like checks.
0: Yeah. Checks are good, all right. All right. <clears throat> Here's what we got this week. We got the book cover awards. Andrew Estes's Pantry of the Paranormal, Powdered Hands, Chalky Balls, Breaking News, Working Death, Phoebe's Like Tyson, Good Save It All, and The Bill You.
1: Okay. Um I think that uh <laughs> I keep I could definitely do the the my pantry. I could yeah. do the book cover awards. I think that uh, I could do the bill you as well, and that 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 could be a fun experiment. What do you? Yeah,
0: thinking? I I think I think we do the bill you. Okay. Just see if uh yeah we'll just send a bill to somebody. We'll do a great show about them, and then uh, we'll send them the bill for services rendered.
1: All right. Maybe, maybe we All do right, such folks. a good job uh they continue and we we get advertisements
0: yeah maybe they, do, do you yeah, wanna do you want to shoot for ad? doing
1: a good job or do you want to shoot for doing a sneaky job
0: I think I think a sneaky job is better no okay. because if we do an actual good job the, you know nobody pays for a good job okay a- anyways Folks, if you want to hear The Bill U, uh, which will probably come up with a a different name in the first 10 minutes of The Bill U, uh, you can head over to patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet, sign up to support the show, and you'll get access to that second episode every week where we try out the idea, see if it's the one that sticks, and then invariably head back to the drawing board next Monday. Uh, there's like, we're, we're close to episode 300 at this point. There's plenty, plenty of material over there to listen to that you can listen to in our back catalog. And of course, if you have an idea for a podcast that you'd like for us to discuss, you can reach out to us at the podcast hotline 702-763-2277. That's 702 podcast with a P at the end. Or you can email us at We don't have a podcast yet at gmail.com uh, Other than that uh, Thanks for listening I'm Nathan B. Woodard I'm Andrew James Estes a Goodbye buddy, I'm dumb, I'm don't don't don't. Don't.